Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. This is my top five podcast that I've produced. I have uh, started podcasting back in 2008, 2007-ish. Uh, and over the decade plus, I have produced uh, over 15 podcasts, probably somewhere around 16 or 17 podcasts uh, of different shapes and sizes and different lengths. A lot of them, you know, were, you know, lasted maybe about 10 episodes. Some lasted around 30. Uh, a couple, you know, I had one that, that lasted into the hundreds. And then now this one into the thousands. Uh, so I'm not going to include the Ray Taylor show on this list. Uh, and I apologize if this feels like very self-indulgent, but uh, I recently launched Inspired Disorder Plus, which allows you to allows you exclusive access to go back and watch and or listen to mostly listen to uh, podcasts and episodes from podcasts that I've produced over the years. So if you want exclusive access to that. Go to sign up, inspiredisorder.com slash plus. There's a lot of other benefits when you sign up, but that's one of the benefits. And because of that, I have been going through and cleaning up and making sure uh, I have all the audio for all of the different podcasts. Um, So uh, that's what I've been doing this past week. And uh, because of that, I've been going on, uh, you know, the whole memory lane remembering back in the t- the heyday of podcasting for me. There's been some major ups and downs for podcasting in my life, and uh, it was interesting to go back through the high moments, the times where it felt like things were headed in a direction where being able to survive off of podcasting you know, seemed like a, a potential existence, a potential reality. Uh, so, yeah, so that's why I'm going through that, just because I want to talk about some of these shows and, uh, you know, reminisce about some stuff. And, uh, you know, just in, if you're curious about signing up for, you know, Inspired Disorder Plus and don't know the podcast that I've, t- I've done in the past, this, this, these are going to be five that I would recommend checking out. would be worth signing up for. Uh, so starting off, my number five favorite out of, I've done easily 16 or 17 different podcasts that I've produced. So my number five favorite podcast that I've produced was also the very first podcast I ever produced and hosted, starred in, and that show is the Billy Dallas Show. Uh, when I had started podcasting, I was a big fan of a show called The Totally Rad Show, which was a video podcast, which when I got into podcasts, they were video podcasts. And this was video before YouTube. Like, podcasting and RSS feeds were the only way you could distribute high-definition video. Uh, and there were these guys that uh, came from TV, came from tech TV, started their own podcast and later podcast network, and they distributed these podcasts in audio form, but I wasn't into audio yet, but they distributed them in video form, in high-definition video, 
you'd go onto iTunes, you subscribe to the Totally Rad Show, and every Tuesday or Thursday or whenever it was, I would get a new episode in high def downloaded to my computer. It was great. I had gotten rid of cable, and this show, Totally Rad Show, they had different segments, three guys talking about movies and video games and comic books and uh, different things like that. And uh, so I wanted to do a podcast. I had gotten a camcorder from a, a neighbor, uh, and uh, I had always just wanted to do one, and I filmed an episode. I've done six episodes, I think, of the Billy Dallas show. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, six episodes. Um, and I played a character. I played a character named Billy Dallas who had gone to L.A., had moved to L.A. from, you know, places unknown. He has an accent, southern accent, but he doesn't even know where he's from. But he moved to L.A. in order to become a roadie for Atmosphere, who is a popular hip-hop group. Uh, Slug is the, the MC, and Ant is the DJ, and the group is called Atmosphere. And I wanted to be their roadie, or Billy wanted to be their roadie and he moved to LA only to find that atmosphere is out of Minneapolis, not out of Los Angeles. So he wanted to get popular on the internet so that he could make money to move to Minneapolis to be a roadie for atmosphere. This is a backstory for this character of a podcast that I did six episodes for. Actually I did seven episodes for, but the, the seventh episode is lost to time. Uh, I recorded an episode from inside my refrigerator as Billy Dallas and I don't think I ever got around to editing the video, and I have no idea where that video is uh, or even if it exists anymore. But uh, so Billy Dallas would talk about Internet stuff. He would talk about movie reviews, but it was like these obscure, like movie like Goonies was one of the reviews. It was fun. It was a fun podcast that I could not maintain. I did an episode where I ta- taste tested 40s. So I got like six different brands of 40 malt liquor, 40 ounces, uh, and did taste testing of those. That was a fun episode. I had some fun doing that episode. It was a little bit too much work to like write for a character, but I had a lot of fun doing it uh, and only did six episodes. But it was my first time podcasting, and it wasn't until later that I started podcasting again. Like maybe I took a year break maybe uh, after doing Billy Dallas show. I, I, I've had ideas of bringing Billy Dallas show back, but obviously it, it hasn't happened because <laughs> I haven't done it. It just, it's too much work. Uh, but I would, if I had somebody else, I don't know if I could find a way to do it, I would probably bring it back. I think that would be fun to do. Uh, but that's my number five podcast. The very first pod, first podcast I did, uh, was the Billy Dallas show. And I don't think I had, I released it in audio version. I think it was just, it was just video. And there were, like, free, like, hosting sites, like what would be, like, Libsyn for audio podcasts. There were free video hosting sites where I could upload my high-def video and then, uh, you know, add that to iTunes for people to download. Uh, and then I think right around that time is when YouTube started, but I could, you could only do, like, 10-minute videos. So there were a couple episodes I had to edit down to fit to upload on YouTube. Uh, and that's one of my regrets is not sticking with YouTube because I only did those six episodes and then just kind of g- 
gave up for years before I went back to YouTube. Um, but yeah, Billy Dallas Show, first podcast I've ever produced. Moving on to number four. My fourth favorite podcast that I've ever done uh, was actually a segment on another podcast of mine, but it's a segment that, I mean, it ended up turning into, I edited it out, edited it out, and uh, released it as its own podcast. It's a segment that I really enjoyed doing. It was different from the podcast. It could have easily just been its own show. The fact that it was edited in with the, you know, or recorded just after uh, another show is whatever. But this show I'm talking about coming in at number four is the Ultimate Movie Championship. It's a show where Keith Spurlock and I sat down and we were given two movies at random and we had to choose which one of those fight over which one of those movies is more deserving to be placed on top of our ultimate movie list, which you could find over at uh, flickchart.com slash inspired disorder. This was a podcast that was inspired again by a segment of the Totally Rad Show. This was a segment that they played on Totally Rad Show called Versus, where the three hosts were given two movies at, you know, at random from this website called Flickchart, which still exists which I used uh, to produce the Ultimate Movie Championship. They're given two movies, and they had to argue over which of those movies uh, was better. And there was a, uh, you know, a list of shame for movies that you hadn't seen. And I really liked that idea, and I was uh, living in Denver doing the Inspired Disorder podcast with Keith Spurlock as a roommate, and I wanted to bring that. Their, that podcast had long been gone you know, the Totally Rad Show for, for many, many years had not released any new episodes. So I, it, I wasn't, didn't feel like I was stealing it. At the first episode of first time we did the Ultimate Movie Championship, I discuss what inspired the, the pod, that show. Um, and it was a lot of fun to argue over. Usually the biggest arguments Keith and I got in were over some of the worst movies. So that who who knows that? I mean, a lot of them we were on the same page, but it was a lot of fun to do that that show, like an excuse to talk about movies. Uh, it also is a great way to see like people's tastes in movies and see how you know so, some movies that are are critically acclaimed are not really highly valued between the two of us. Uh, but it was just a lot of fun. It was like the easiest thing to do. It was the easiest. We didn't have to watch a movie. We didn't have to watch any UFC fights. We were just we we're just looking at movies. Got to see some cool movie posters, but um, yeah, the Ultimate Movie Championship, which I later re-released and edited for Vertical Video for the Ray Taylor Show, and was uh, for a long time for Sundays uh, for almost two years uh, rebroadcasted the edited version of the Ultimate Movie Championship. Um, so you can go back and see those right now over on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Like a, a fun segment that I was able to take out and make its own thing, which was, you know, kind of a fun new thing I was doing. You know, it's 
kind of the idea that later became the that became this show, the Ray Taylor show, is instead of recording long episodes with multiple segments like I used to do, the idea is to just shoot each segment as its own episode and then it's automatically chopped up. I don't have to do any of the chopping. I'm still recording them in one chunk, but they're being produced in a way to where I don't have to go back and edit, which is, I think it's better because I'm also not referencing things I just talked about in a previous episode as I would if it was just a, a three-hour podcast. and I just happen to be talking on these, about these different topics. But uh, yeah, the Ultimate Movie Championship coming in at my number four favorite podcast that I've produced. Uh, I really like that studio also. Miss that studio. A little over four years ago, I started The Many Faces. It's an ongoing series of abstract ink portraits. Each piece is improvised. Each piece is released daily. Start collecting now. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. And save yourself 25% when you use coupon code RTS. That stands for The Ray Taylor Show because that's what you're listening to. And I love you. So I want you to save 25% when you use that coupon code. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF and use coupon code RTS to save 25% when you start collecting one of over 1,600 original ink paintings. By myself, I made them. Support me. I love you. Back to the show. Moving on to number three. My number three favorite podcast is also the podcast that uh, I produce the most episodes for aside from the current podcast you are watching now. So number three coming in, the Inspired Disorder podcast. This is a podcast that I started back in 2009. It was my second podcast. Well, maybe not my second. Like it might have been my third, uh, but it was it was my second wave of trying to do podcasting. Um. And I didn't want to do a character. I didn't want to do Billy Dallas. At this time, Joe Rogan... No, Joe Rogan hadn't had a podcast yet. Um, but he inspired an evolution of the Inspired Disorder podcast. But this one was more like Kevin Smith, I think, had a podcast. Um, and still, I was inspired... Actually, what inspired the Inspired Disorder podcast was uh, the Slash Filmcast. Because this time, I wasn't doing video. I was doing audio. Later, I added uh, the video version, but it was audio only. My roommate and uh, another friend who lived in another part, in another town, another part of the state. Uh, So we were in separate locations. David Chen, the host of the Slash Film cast, past and current, uh, put out a blog detailing how he sets everything up on his computer to record his podcast, the Slash Film cast, which is now the film cast, which is still going. Um, and I followed that exactly to record, recording over Skype, using different software to grab everybody's audio. I used uh, GarageBand to edit everything together. It was great. It was great. Having that kind of... St- even the, every aspect, like, structurally of that podcast was inspired directly by the Slash Filmcast. 
how I introed it, how I exited it, how we had different segments, which I completely forgot early on. We had like name that geek trivia segment. It was an art slash geek culture podcast when it first started. And then one of the co-hosts left. Derek Helmer had to leave. Uh, and then it was just Justin King and I, who was it was all, all three of us at first. Then Derek left. And at that time, when Derek left, Joe Rogan podcast had been out. Um, Kevin Smith. And it was just these long form podcasts between two friends talking about stuff. So I was like, Justin, this is what we're going to do. Just going to be you and me. And we're going to have fun. And we're just going to talk about stuff. And, you know, do that for like an hour, two hours. And then the Joe Rogan audience, because Joe took a week off, I put out, hey, anybody a fan of Rogan's podcast, he's not doing an episode this week, so you can check out our live stream at da-da-da-da-da and watch our podcast, which was very similar, except for it was Justin and me talking about stuff exploded getting hundreds of followers every day on on twitter tons of numbers on the podcasting live big live numbers and when that happened like justin was going back to school he was having some life changes but i think also maybe was a little scared of the popularity we were having he ended up leaving i didn't know what i was going to do with the podcast because i had like this audience of people and i don't know if i had at that time i think i had started the idc which was the inspired disorder collective which now that i had this newfound audience of people a lot of which were inspired to start doing their own podcasts. I decided in an effort to help have everybody help each other and promote each other that we all kind of get together. And I basically used some software to combine their RSS feeds into a, a single stream. So if you subscribe to the IDC stream, uh, it was a sampling of the episodes from the other people who were part of the podcast. And it, and it added to their numbers because every download would show up from there so it was like a great situation but then I had lost my host and then I kind of like I had done just solo interviews I had a great podcast with Yuck Nasty we did like a three-hour interview he cried I cried great episode and then uh, Hurricane Sandy happened to New York and I had been talking with some well, I guess I'll go into that stuff. We did, we did some cool things. We did some cool things. Eventually, Keith Spurlock uh, became my co-host, who was somebody that I'd met through podcasting, met through, yeah, he, he was a fan of the show, and then I had him on as a guest a few times, and then Justin left, as, and I asked if he wanted to be part of the, the podcast. So then he became the, the podcast, and we started getting guests on. We started getting people that were on Joe Rogan's podcast. Daniel Bellelli, Adam Scorgi, um, uh, Sam Tripoli, Tate Fletcher. We got big, big names in that community. It was great. It was great. Things were going great. But then, like, you know, different things happened. We had Jill helping book the podcast, which was a great thing. It's just things kind of fell apart. I think she had to leave because she was having her own 
things going on. Like a lot of people just have life. Life. It's hard to work for free to make a thing when it's not bringing in any money. Uh, when life is around you, costing you money. Uh, so it's understandable. But that sh- that ended, and I never felt comfortable getting guests. Like the only reason we had guests was because of Jill. I think we had gotten a few guests here and there after, but the podcast changed, and I wanted it to change. I wanted it just to just be Keith and I, and we'd get like guests on here and there of just people from IDC. But, you know, it, 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 it slowly became just a, a show about Keith and I. And then we moved to Denver. There was the, the chapter of the Inspired Disorder podcast that was just Keith and I in Denver. Um, and that was probably the pinnacle, aside from when we were getting all the great guests, that, that kind of heyday. But as far as production-wise, I'm, I'm the most proud of what we did in Denver. Um, and then that all fell apart. And then I did a few episodes when I moved back to the desert uh, and ended around t- 2017. So from 2009 to 2017, um, actually, I think it was, yeah, it's almost 10 years. Yeah. 09 to 2017, uh, doing the Inspired Disorder podcast, almost 400 episodes. I think 390 are the amount of episodes that we did. Uh, but yeah, that's my longest running podcast as far as length of time. I've at this point I've produced with the Ray Taylor show. Um, I mean, I do an episode a day for like three years now, so I'm way over. I'm like in the thousands now for the Ray Taylor show. But uh, as far as the IDP, that one grew the most, changed the most, uh, provided me with like like uh, connecting and talking to people that I never thought I would connect and talk to completely new people. Some people uh, sadly are are not the same type of people that they were back then. Other few people are, there's been a few gems and uh, some major heartbreaks over the year, but the inspired disorder podcast will always be like so special to me. I mean, a lot of heartache, but it's, I mean, like I said, it's only coming in at number three, only coming in at number three, moving on. To number two, my second favorite podcast I've ever done. This is probably the most creative podcast I've ever done. Uh, and this podcast coming in at number two is Words. It is a podcast based on creative writing that I had done during the MySpace days. Uh, so I used to do a lot of creative writing. You can call it poetry, you can call it whatever. It, the short little stories, short little poems. Uh, I enjoyed writing. It, like I kind of miss writing. I've tried multiple times to bring words back. But words was me doing a dramatic reading of those writings with also sound effects and ambient noise. So it was like the most produced podcast I've ever done as far as like audio editing production goes adding a lot of sounds and things like that. Um, the creativity of it, the, I, I've explored some animation with it, uh, but it is by far the most creative and non-traditional uh, type of podcast I did. And I think I only did three episodes of Words. Where is it? Yeah, I only did three of them. 
because there was a time where with podcasts where I was just trying to do a new another pot when I was doing the Inspired Disorder podcast and everything was popping off. I wanted to I experimented a lot with doing different types of podcasts and words was great. It's just for me, it's hard to sit in front of the computer. I might be able to do it better now because I'm way more used to editing audio and just how it works and all that. Um, so that I wouldn't mind bringing words back. But as far as the most creative, it was, you know, that's why it's my number two. And that, that was uh, 2012 around when, when I did those. Um, but yeah, words, great, great stuff. I really, I'm really proud of those um, and would love to go back and do more of those because it was, because it's a different thing. Like I don't, I don't do a lot of writing. I don't, the most creative thing I do is painting really. And then the rest I, you know, is editing and stuff like that. So it's, I enjoyed the creative aspect of words and what it, what it brought to me. Uh, but that's my number two is words. My number one, my favorite podcast that I've ever produced. The thing that, that, changed my life in some ways it it, it changed it's it's impacted me as a person the most it's the podcast that after recording it made me cry for like hours after finishing it just out of relief out of joy out of like exp just having my mind blown with how much positivity people have how much positivity people are, are capable of. And my number one favorite podcast I've ever produced is Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus so sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And my number one favorite podcast I've ever produced is the 24-hour podcast, specifically the second episode. The, th the first one was a complete experiment. I'd been, I'd been wanting to try and do a 24-hour podcast kind of you know, brainstorming how it could be done using, you know, Google Hangouts or Skype or whatever different technologies to do it. And uh, the Hurricane Sandy happened in New York, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to do a fundraiser to raise money for somebody in our podcast community uh, that was affected by Hurricane Sandy. Um, I was going to host it. And then Yuck Nasty and the Get Into Corner people were going to record it. And, uh, and I handled all the, you know, the cameras and the, the Skype and all that stuff. And, it, it's, and, it, and probably the second half or the last third 
of that 24 hours was mostly tech support. <laughs> me trying to, not tech support, me trying to figure out, because everything was failing. So it was like doing all of, trying to figure everything out. It was a mess, but it was amazing. We raised money. We got amazing guests on. But that's not the thing. I'm, 24, first one was great. First one was great. We raised money, given to a family that was affected. It was great. The second one, Yuck Nasty, who's a hip-hop star, hip-hopper, writer, producer, podcaster, single father. House burned down. Part of his house burned down. Day before, day after Christmas, day before Christmas. Because I think he lost all of his the Christmas toys uh, for his kid. Uh, they were okay. But their house was ruined, uh, and we decided to rally the troops. I mean, the Inspired Disorder Collective, I mean, at different points that had close to 20 different shows from every English-speaking continent, um, people from the UK, Germany, Australia, uh, Canada, you name it, podcasters from everywhere. Knew a lot of stand-up comedians who had been guests on our shows and just uh, part of the community. And uh, we pulled it together in like a week or two after it happened. Uh, it was actually January. Let's see. have it up here. No, nope, that's not it. Come on, Ray. 24-hour uh, podcast is... We at here. So it was help to corner was the hashtag help da corner. Uh, we started Tuesday, January fourteenth at four p.m. Pacific time, and ended Wednesday, January fifteenth. So it was only a few weeks after his house burned down. I want to say this was like maybe twenty twelve, maybe twenty thirteen. This happened. I don't remember exactly the year. Um, so the people that were the person that people that were trying to help. It's a very personal. I'd met them, hung out. I never met his kid, but I met Yuck and and uh, Dog Baby and all those people. Jill Mitsu, like all these people. You know, I was able to. I was on, a guest on Mike Maxwell, who's an artist in San Diego, was a guest on his podcast, and I ambushed him and his his producer to come and help co-produce uh, ch a chunk. So I was handing out three-hour chunks. I didn't want to be in charge of hosting the entire time. I would produce. I would make sure everything ran right. Um, but I didn't want to necessarily be in charge of hosting the entire because I knew I was exa how exhausting it would be. Um, and we raised a ton of money. We had Great comedians. Burt Kreischer was a, a comic that called in. Uh, Red Band podcast producer Tony Hinchcliffe, racist comedian. Um, all kinds of people. Duncan Trussell. Uh, we had tried to get uh, Joey Diaz to call in, but he never called in. Uh, we got amazing people. We got, how um, oh, we got, like, all kinds of, like, there's people. I was going through editing this podcast. Because I, I had to 
the file size were too big, so I, I just edited them down by the hour. So there's 24 episodes, technically, for the 24-hour podcast. And I forgot how many people we had, different people we had on that I didn't even recognize their voices. I mean, it was, it's a marathon. And it's something that's so emotional after when, when the recording's done... When the 24-hour podcast is done, we made it. Yes, we are the champions, my friend. Do, 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 do. We'll keep on fighting till the end. Do, do, do. Celebration, champagne, all of that stuff, right? 24 hours of nonstop talking to people, to good people, trying to raise money, right? Turn that off, and then I am just alone in silence in my condo in San Diego, on a high from just finishing recording this thing, producing this thing that meant a lot to a lot of people and just bawling, crying. So emotional. Because it's like, it's like one of the greatest, like one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt. Like to, to, to pull it off and to do good to help somebody is who's hurting who i care about it's just like that feeling is unexplainable like you have to it's like a feeling that you have to experience which i don't know how you would experience this feeling without producing a 24 hour long podcast where you are dying tired like it is amazing how fast you can get tired just attempting to stay up for 24 hours. And it's not like I woke up and then started recording. It's like, of course, I couldn't sleep great the night before. But yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the thing I'm the most proud of that I've done. Now, did it, was it perfection? Were there issues? Sure. Are some of the people that were great people kind of show their true colors later on and completely break my heart. Yeah. Did the IDC completely get torn apart from the inside out? Yeah. But that one moment was magical to do that 24-hour podcast, and I'll I'll never forget it. Um, And we'll probably never do another one again. I mean, you never know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so tough. It's so tough, but like getting through it, the feeling is magical. It's crazy. Uh, once you do get through it. So that's it. That's my top five favorite podcasts that I've produced, which you can find exclusively as an inspired disorder plus member part of your membership. You can go back and watch and listen to all of these, these podcasts that I've talked about. Uh, so let me go through this list one more time. Number five is the Billy Dallas show. Number four is the Ultimate Movie Championship. Number three is Inspired Disorder Podcast. Number two is Words. And my number one favorite podcast that I've ever produced is the 24-Hour Podcast. Let me know what your favorite podcasts that I've produced are. If you've ever, if you were around back then, if you were one of those people that enjoyed my work and still somehow enjoy my work today and support me today, let me know. Or if you just have some favorite podcasts that uh, maybe you've produced, let me know those in the comments as well. 
Uh, but that's it. Number five, Billy Dallas Show. Number four, Ultimate Movie Championship. Number three, IDP. Number f- two, Words. And number one, 24-hour podcast. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch!